When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. I'm your host and valedictorian, Eric Brotman. And today we have a guest joining us all the way from Mexico, Dana Hagstrom, uh, who, along with her husband, retired in 2016 uh, and left the United States, moved to Mexico, and they are online business strategy coaches helping people figure out how soon Sunday might be and building a retirement program mostly remotely called Your Bridge to Retirement. Dana, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Eric. It is a delight to be here today. Um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by so many things about you and, and David, and, and, and I have so many questions for you, but um, let's begin with sort of how you decided to graduate into retirement uh, in 2016 and say, you know, to, to take this job and shove it, so to speak, and, and I'm going to go do something else. Can you, can you share the thought process, maybe how long it took to decide that you're, you're done and you're going to go do something else? I, I love this story because it is a turning point in our lives. Um, it all started, I think, probably back in the summer of 2015, and perhaps I need to backtrack a little. My husband was pastoring a small church. We were living in rural Iowa, and I was commuting 30 minutes on a country roads to my paralegal job in the next county. Um, my husband's always been a highly driven individual, and the position that he was holding in this small church, he was the only staff person, you know, so he was doing it all, and it wasn't really giving him the challenge he needed. And I, I kind of knew these things were under the surface, but I'm never one to question why God puts us where he does to do ministry. So, but I'll never forget the night. I'd been busy working on some project in the living room and David, unbeknownst to me, had been crunching our retirement numbers in his office. And so he calls me in and sits me down and said, you know, honey, I, we got to work another six to eight years before we can afford to retire. We don't pay pastors a ton, as you probably are aware. And so we'd live frugally and all of that, but still six to eight more years. And well, it was no secret that our congregation was struggling to pay his salary even. I looked at him with wide eyes thinking, how are we ever going to make it? And the last job he had had, he'd been an executive pastor at this huge church, counseling staff, you know, leading a building project. I mean, it was, it was his sweet spot, but then they downsized him when they changed the staff model. And I'm thinking all these things, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So then he says, he looks at me straight in the eye and he says, well, unless we do something radical, we could move to Mexico this year. And you probably could have heard a pin drop in that room, but I'm uh, sure. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, let's do it. And from that moment on, that was our focus. Well, how can we get from here to there? How long is it going to take? What do we need to do? Where are we going to live? 
How are we going to tell the kids? I mean, all of those things. And it, it became an adventure for the next year. And by October of 2016, we were in Mexico. Now, where, where in Mexico are you? I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by this because the, the idea of moving to a different county causes me agita. So, <laughs> so you guys picked up and, and left the country, and, uh, which is uh, major. I mean, that's a huge undertaking, I would think. Where are you, and, and I guess, how's it been? You must like it. You're still there. We, we do love it. Um, we found a retirement community, actually, that's, and that's not necessarily what attracted us because there's a lot of other expats here, but we found a community south of Guadalajara, um, the second largest city in the country. And so we're inland. We're not sitting on the beach drinking toddies every day, but we're in the mountains and we do happen to be on a very large lake. So we do have that tropical feel a little bit with the water, but it's, uh, it's a beautiful place. We're close to an airport, which was one of our criteria you know, so that we could get back and forth to the States with our kids and our parents who are aging. Um, we're close to great medical care. And we didn't realize how great it was, actually. And it is fantastic. Um, and we, the cost of living. So that's why we can afford to do this. And our four kids are in four different time zones. So when you're gonna retire, how would I have picked where to go anyway? So why not be a destination that the kids are excited to go to? I'm fascinated. I'm completely fascinated by this this whole idea. And 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 I have I have known folks who have decided to be expats, and and usually that involves Europe. Um, although certainly there's lots of options, and it is nice that you're close enough to to all the kids and and great. Now where 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 are your folks in their life? Because it sounds like you're in you're in that sandwich generation. You're are you a Gen Xer? I'm right at the cusp of that and uh, the baby boomer. David's nicely in the baby boomer, but yeah. Oh, well, then be an Xer. Yeah, that's what I claim. I I don't feel like a baby boomer. Well, you know, as an Xer, I know just how how little uh, political pull and how little control we have over basically anything because we have to do what the boomers want and then what the millennials want. So be an Xer. We need need you. That's right. Join the Xer bandwagon. Okay, so that said, that said, as an Xer, which is you know the the vast majority of the of the the families we work with sort of hover around this sandwich generation idea, and we have uh, parents getting older to worry about, and kids to educate, or uh, or even grandkids to to consider, and so forth. Um, so you, you sort of have your hands full, and a lot of times we tell folks make sure that you have somebody with reasonable proximity, and so. You know, your proximity, while it's an airport away, is, is pretty significant. How are you able to sort of keep an eye on your folks or his folks or all the things you need to do? Um, does that create a, a grief for you at all, or is it it's really just like moving anyplace else? Well, it has been a bit challenging. You know, it's it's not free, obviously, to fly back to the States when we need to. Um, but we did have take that into account and um, David has lost his dad as since we've been here and he made several trips back you know in those final days um, my father's still alive and he is he is actually living in a really really awesome um, nursing home he was not able to continue caring for himself 
even though he's capable, I think his wife had passed away. And so he, you know, just needed that extra help. And one visit, I came back to kind of care for him and kind of assess the situation. And my brother and I made the decision. He was, he was ready and he was too. Um, and he's thriving. So I know he's in a very good place. And David's mom is living in a, like a retirement community, but not a nursing home. And she's surrounded by, you know, a lot of friends. And David's one brother who's a doctor lives there. So we feel like the, our parents are in good hands. And we're on, you know, several, three, four times a week, we call them and we have conversations. So I think we're actually spending more time with them by phone than we were with when we lived a little bit closer, just because when you have a job, you're just so busy. And the life of a pastor, you know, he was busy at times that I wasn't busy because I was a nine to fiver. And so we were like ships passing in the night. And so now we have the time freedom and ability to take care of our family, whether it's, you know, virtually or even in person if we, we fly back. That's great. So let, let's, let's shift gears and talk about what you're doing professionally, because um, it, it, my understanding is you're, you're running an online program, which is a 12-week mm-hmm. a course on trying to figure out not only how you're going to retire, but what you're going to do potentially for financial purposes along the way. You call it your pathway to profit. So tell me a little yes. bit, is this a, a home, this is home business or online business or both? Or tell me about the kinds of things that you, you help folks do and, and who you typically work with. Okay. Well, we, we got here, you know, our, when we first, you know, arrived, we looked at each other and we realized, you know, there are people out there that are in the same boat as us, maybe coming up a little bit short for retirement and what can we do to help them? We have a lot of life left in us. We have a lot of skills, transferable, you know, passions and that sort of thing. So that's where the uh, bridge to retirement came from is, you know, we picture helping folks walk through, you know, some steps, actually it's just three. Um, and if you think of a building project, um, you always survey your situation first. You know, and that's where we would help people walk through questions like, where do they want to live? What does their ideal retirement look like? Do they want to travel? Do they want to volunteer, take classes, start a hobby? What is that? Um, and we've put together a, a, what we call our ideal retirement questionnaire to help people with those questions. But realizing that that dream has a price tag um, and there may be a gap between what you have now and what you want. So that's when we send folks back to their financial planners or to someone that can help them, you know, analyze what they do have and what the time might be and what their current assets might, you know, pr- provide for them. So you're, you're doing the coaching. You're not doing financial advising. You're working in conjunction with the other advisors and, and other folks yes. in their world to help them put together um, a, a blueprint, if you will, to use that building analogy that you there started you with, to sort of put, put that blueprint that. together. Oh, do you? Well, see, I'm, yeah. I'm, an, a stu- I'm an A student, Dana. What can I tell you? You Sometimes. are. You are valedictorian. Uh, well, yes, yes, finally. It took this long. Um, so, but uh, in terms of, in terms of the, the, the blueprint there really is matching the, the goals and dreams and desires and, and the why and the what's important 
with the exactly. here's the re, here's the reality of the resources and, and here's how we can build that path. Is that a fair uh, a fair that's, way to look at this? That's exactly what you do in step one. Yep. Okay, and so step one, step you, you take inventory. Yeah. It's a survey, and it's a, and it's a, a a visioning process, I presume. Right, and some people need help with that. You know, they they're so caught up in their day to day stuff, they can't even look past tomorrow. So yeah, we take them by the hand with that. That's great. I, I've heard it said um, by a number of folks that uh, days are long, but years are short. And that, that oh. feels like sort of what you're talking about, which is every day feels like a grind and you collapse into bed exhausted and yet years fly by and you're, you're wondering where they went. It's an amazing conundrum. But all right, so what's step two? It is. Um, step two, uh, we'll take an inventory then of their skills, their experience, their passions, all of that, and figure out what kind of problems could you solve for other people with what you already know, what you're already good at, what you're already lights you up. Stuff like, you know, could you show someone how to build a website or build a deck or bake cakes? You know, what is it that you are good at and how can you monetize that and get clear on who they could help? So that's step two, because everyone so has a goal of mine inside them. So step two is really uh, aptitudes and interests? Is that a, a, yeah. a, is that, yeah. so what do you, what are you good at and what do you love to do and where do they connect? And how, and who can you help with it? Got it. Got it. Yeah. Who's yep. the target so audience? We call for? That, yep, exactly. And we call that your, the design of your bridge, you know, design your bridge stage. All right. And I, let me, let me see if I can foreshadow is, does, does step three have anything to do with implementation or making it a reality? You bet. Building. Got to build that building. bridge, right? All right. So what's it yep. look like? What's step three? You're, you're building relationships with those folks that you identified, um, your prospective customers, and then you're, you're developing your own product and service, and then you're partnering with someone to help market um, it as well. So a lot of folks, they have all these skills inside, but they don't know how to market them. And, and get people to want to buy them and promote them to their perfect audience. So we help folks with that as well. And that kind of segues into our Pathway to Profit program, which is designed, which is our entrepreneur path. So once they've kind of figured out in their retirement program what they want to do, how they can do it, the actual implementation they may need some help with, and we give them that extra program that they can jump into. Okay, so there are two distinct programs, sort of a phase one and then a potential phase two. Correct. Okay, tell me a little bit about Pathway to Profit because I, I love the idea of a pathway and I'm a huge fan of profit. Well, that one has 12 steps actually and that's, like I said, designed for the entrepreneur. And we, we take people on a, we have a picture of like a pipeline, you know, pipeline to profit. We always start with building the foundation and making sure that you are very focused and you have a goal and you know who you are. And we, there's a huge personal development piece there at the beginning. And then, of course, you're defining who your target market is even a little bit more concise. 
and how you can make money. You have to have a, a money plan. So all of those things are basic. And a lot of folks getting business, getting into the home business industry, they miss some of those things. They just get into the fun stuff. And so then the second, the second step has four pieces as well. And at that point, we are, we're helping people learn more about, you know, how to attract the people to them and how to, to nurture them and to turn them into raving fans. And then the final step is, of course, to, to leverage that and, and grow bigger. So um, that's been a, a fantastic program. It, uh, you know, because when we got in this business, you know, we were doing this and we were doing that and it, uh, we do all doing good things, but it was kind of like putting a puzzle together, not knowing what it looked like, putting the pieces in. And maybe if you didn't get them in the right order, they weren't going to fit right. So over time, we've been able to really hone in on what is, what's important now. And so we can ask a series of questions to, you know, any individual in their business and kind of give them a great, you know, kind of a strategy or, a, you know, what, what can they be doing now? And it's different for everybody. And that's where David's strategy, I mean, his brain just works that way. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. So do you do one-on-one um, -on -one coaching or consulting as well, or do you work, is this a yes. group program, or it's all of the above, the 12-week the course? All of the is above. That, okay, so how, so how does this work? Somebody, somebody who's um, maybe contemplating, not necessarily as radical a move as yours, but somebody who, who thinks, you know what, I'm 55, I don't want to punch this clock for another decade. Um, I have a sense of my resources. I have a financial advisor. I know sort of where I am and what I need to earn. And I don't need to earn as much, but I still have to earn something, you know, to your point earlier that there's a gap. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So someone like that who, who wants to get started, do you have them get started on the bridge program first, the bridge retirement first? I would, yes. If they don't already have, um, you know, a, a home business started or a side income that they're wanting to, you know, work work on then we would start them there because we got to get their mindset right and, and kind of put all those initial pieces together but if someone is already you know thinking okay i want a home business i, I i've heard affiliate marketing's great or i there's this great um, lotion or potion that i want to sell but i don't know how to do it then we would we would take them straight into the pathway to profit now, are those sessions remote? Are they live? Are they recorded? Are they workbooks and, and video tutorials? Are they one-on-one -on -one dialogues? How, how, does, how does this work so that okay. folks who, when, when, we, when we put your information up on our, on our show notes and on our, our website and we, we help folks get to you, what, what can they expect is the process? Uh, I have a sense of what the outcomes are and, and they sound terrific and the program sounds great. What is the process? How, do you, uh, how is the sausage made, so to speak? Okay, it usually would, would start with a, with a discovery call, either with myself or with David, and we would, we would assess where they were, and we would then explain to them the different, you know, programs that are available, because they may come to us thinking they want the, you know, the retirement program, but we may, 
feel that one-on-one -on -one coaching would be a better option or that the pathway to profit was. So we always want to start with building the relationship a little bit with each of our students and then, you know, give them kind of like a menu of what we see would help for them and that way they can get started in the, in the place that fits best for them. I love that you call your clients or your customers or what have you students. First of all, it plays right into our right into our motif, and, and it is a course, so they're students, and I, I think that's terrific. There, there's a there's this this thing, Dana, that happens, and and you and I are I think of similar age, where there's an age that you pass where people stop asking what you want to be when you grow up, and I think the age <laughs> is like thirteen uh, or eleven or something. Like, you know, I have a, I have a daughter who people are always asking, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And yet, no one asks me that. What makes you think that mm -hmm. I'm already up? You know, I, yes. I might want a 2.0 a or a 3.0 or a 4.0 down the road. It'll be the only 4.0 I've ever had, that's for sure. So what kind of, um, what do you tell folks um, who, who aren't used to hearing that question? Do you ask that uh, something that pointedly? What do you want to be when you grow up to somebody 55? If it fits, because, you know, a lot of us have unfulfilled dreams and we aren't maybe living the life that's making us happy. And there's, there's a lot to uncover, you know, especially if we get to be 55, we have a whole life of experience and stuff that, that maybe we haven't lived to our full potential. I think when I retired and we looked at each other, I, I asked myself that question, what do I want to be when I grow up? Because there's, I always want to be evolving into something better. I don't know if that's just me, but I think that's pretty much everybody. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's you. I think this idea of evolution um, and um, maturation and, um, you know, reinvention, I think is something that is, it's pretty universal. And for folks who don't feel that, I actually think their, their futures are a little bit bleak and kind of sad because you, if, you, if you don't have a reason to get out of bed every morning, you stop getting out of bed every morning. If you don't have something that you're moving towards, you're either standing still or you're retreating. And I, I just, I, I really That's feel right. for those folks who, who haven't figured this out. So when you asked yourself and you said, Dana, what am I, I'm looking to retire, it's 2016, what do I want to be when I grow up? What was your answer? I want to be a published author. And you've done that. You've now published your first book. Tell us, tell us about the book. Yes, and my, well, it it goes back to, um, well, it goes back to a story that I was going to tell maybe later, but it, it's it's a devotional. I realized, you know, as a pastor's wife, I was busy and finding a hard time in in setting time, quiet time of you know aside for God, and I started journaling and that journal turned into a blog and that blog has now turned into our my first book and I've called this reflections on the Psalms because it's on the book of Psalms so all of the books in the series will be reflections on something because it's just my own reflections it's not a in-depth Bible study you know or anything like that it's just kind of a reflection it gets people thinking and then praying, and that's connecting with God. And I call it devotions on the go because I want it for the busy people. I don't want them to have to sit there for two hours. Who has two hours in their day? But they can consume this and have it, you know, 15, 20 minutes. 
but that's some intense quiet time just because they're thinking. I'm, I'm trying to get people to also reflect. And it was something God put on my heart. You know, this, this is what you need to be doing for me. And he has really blessed it. And it's just blossoming. I just, I, that's why I get out of bed each day. What am I going to write today? It's, it's so much fun. So, so you're retired and you're busy. How about that? Yes. It, it's a beautiful thing. You know, people that I, you know, before we retired, that people would say, um, I'm busier now in retirement than I was when I was working. I don't know how I had time to work. And I would always laugh at them. Um, but I, I can say the same now. But then there's other people that would say, well, I don't want to retire. And that's, I think, because they don't have a plan. They don't know what they're going to retire to. And that's part of what our program tries to help people with is to realize, yes, you know exactly what you're retiring from. Your job, you've done that forever. You know what you're retiring from. And sometimes the unknown can be scary. But have a plan for what you're retiring to. And we retired to not only Mexico, but to an encore career that's just totally lighting us up. You, you, you just nailed our entire, the entire premise for our show in 45 seconds. I might use you as a commercial. Um, okay. You're, you're exactly right. It's, it's, it's about what are you retiring to? What are you moving towards? What are you graduating into? Not what are you retreating from? And uh, right. Dana, it, it's, it's amazing because we're, we're almost out of time. It goes so quickly. Um, I'd like to get your extra credit assignment, that, that one takeaway. And, and I bet you could give us six, but let, give us one. What is one thing that someone who spent a half hour or so listening to our conversation today can do um, to, to make a difference either in their bridge to retirement, their pathway to profit, or just their level of happy? Well, I think it comes, I think it comes back to finding, finding a coach that will really help you. Um, I have fond memories of working with my life coach before we retired, and I remember how she really got me thinking about the kind of life I was living and what I might be missing. And as I mentioned, you know, I, I had that issue of not finding time with God, so that was the first thing that came to me, is that I, I needed to find a way. And she helped me. She didn't tell me what to do. She helped me figure out what I could do. And I think that's the beauty of working with a coach. They're not going to tell you what to do, but they're going to help you know what it is that you need to do. And so that, along with eating more fruits and vegetables, those were my two goals. And I got to say, she didn't tell me to move to Mexico, but in time, that's what ended up happening. And we eat so much fruit and so many vegetables, and I'm definitely spending a lot more time with God. So that and being grateful, I, I couldn't narrow it down. Being grateful every day. This is probably a super easy step. Just wake up and before your feet hit the floor, think of one thing that you are thankful for. Focus on that 30 seconds. Give God the glory and then get your day going. Dana, that is sage advice and I should expect that from a coach. So how can folks uh, reach you or follow you or, or buy your book or your course or any of these things? What's the best way to reach you? 
Well, uh, we've got a great web presence on social media. Our website is David N, the letter N, Dana.com. So that's a great place. We have a work with us page. You can reach out there. To find my book on Amazon, just you know, search on my name, Dana Hagstrom, and it will come up. And by the time you do that, there may be three or four books there to choose from. So you can make your selection. And I think that that would be the best. Those would be the best ways. Well, considering it's an encore career, I think you're prolific and doing some great work and I'm sure changing a lot of lives for the better. Thank you so much for joining me today from all the way. I, I would say, gosh, next time I'm in Guadalajara, I'll look you up, but I, I don't know that that'll ever, ever happen. So um, it was great to meet you virtually and I'm sure we'll be staying in touch over social media and, and I'd love to hear about uh, your books as they come out. I think that's terrific. Thank you for joining us on the all show. Right. Well, thank you so much, Eric. It's been a pleasure. And for all our listeners out there, please subscribe to our podcast, post comments and reviews. Consider sending us a question, which we might answer in a future episode of Office Hours. And for more, go to DontRetireGraduate.com. To learn more about BFG Financial Advisors, visit us on social media or at BFGFA.com. We'll be back next week with another installment of Office Hours and in two weeks with another engaging guest. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. From this day forward, let us begin visualizing our dreams and building our futures. Today, I implore you, don't retire, graduate. Visit our website at don'tretiregraduate.com to subscribe. And please like us and post comments on social media. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transformed where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.